Hey everyone, welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today in the hot seat with me is none other than Javon Wooden. And a little bit about Javon, he is an Army veteran, a certified mindset in perception coach, author, and the founder of Live Not Loathe, LLC. He is also an avid traveler, who doesn't like to travel, right? Voracious <laughs> reader, and a fitness enthusiast. Lord knows I need to be all about fitness because with COVID, there are so many of us in the house getting big, and I am not trying to be as big as a house. So welcome, Javon. I'm glad you're laughing. Uh, thank you for the warm welcome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Glad to be here. Thank you for you sharing your platform. Thank you for starting this platform. I think it's amazing what you're doing. You have some awesome episodes, um, and I'm just happy to be here. Thank you so much. Go ahead and tell my listeners as well as my viewers a little bit more about who you are, because I just went a little surface level, but we're yeah. getting ready to go deep diving. So come on, let's go deep. Oh, yeah, we, we definitely going deep on this episode. So tune in for the whole thing, people. Um, so a little bit more about me is, you know, this journey of, of, you know, mindset, perception and all that stuff really started young for me. Uh, when I was 17 years old, I faced seven years in prison, um, and that was my senior year, of course. Uh, but really, that didn't hit me either until I seen the pain in the faces of my mother and my sister on the other side of the glass. Couldn't hug them, couldn't nothing, you know, um, and that really changed me. I went up back to my cell that night, and I asked God, I said, hey, I promise you, like, if you get me out of this, you give me another chance, I will be uh, the servant that I was supposed to be, Right. He got me out after a month or so in there, you know, I was out, I graduated high school, went on to the military fast forward to that, you know, I couldn't afford college at the time. So I had to do the military thing, right? I started to see that opportunities were created by me, right? I didn't have to wait for other people to do it. There was always other avenues. I couldn't see because I had a scarcity mindset. So fast forward to now, you know, my mindset is now one of abundance. Um, live not loathe. I started that in 2017 originally. So I had to come back to that because there was a, a suicide bombing over there when I was there and it kind of shook my psyche. So it took me up until early, uh, late last year for me to really, really get back on track where I could serve my clients and the people uh, the way I want to serve Beautiful. Wow. That's an incredible amount of things that you have experienced, but all of the things that you experience are working out for your good. And yes. for those of you who are tuning in, we're going to talk about vulnerability is strength. And that's our topic for this segment, because there's a lot of things that we go through in life where, you know, we have to be transparent, we have to be vulnerable. And it's not always easy. It's, it happens during those hard seasons. And as you heard Javon share a little bit more about his background, you could hear how some of the things he went through, you know, brought him out to where he is now. But had he not gone through those trials and tribulations, he wouldn't be the man he is today. And Javon, I know you've overcame adversity, depression, PTSD to earn multiple certificates um, recognized throughout the coaching community. Let's talk about what it was like for you to battle with those trials and tribulations, or some will call them bondages. Mm. Yeah, um, it was it, it was tough. I mean, you have to be very intentional about 
waking up every day and fighting for it, for the good, right? Not giving in to the temptation to just give in, right? Um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention is I also suffer from depression and PTSD, right? And I've suffered from depression since a youth, right? Um, so for me, it was even more um, exaggerated, right? Because when I got down, I got really down and I had to make it a point to say, I got to get out of this somehow. But it wasn't until I became vulnerable, it wasn't until I started saying, hey, I need help. I'm something's not right. You know, I need to uh, talk to my family. And that didn't happen until later, right? That I really started to see the healing process come to fruition. Because I would always, you know, get to a certain point where I felt a little better by myself, right? But because I never really addressed the traumas and the bondages, as you call them, they were still there. They could still pull me back like an anchor. So I had to make sure that I released that by talking about it, by expressing, by sharing my story, sharing what I felt, right? Wow, I'm taking this all in. So sometimes I feel like men in general, especially I would say men in the African-American, the black and brown community, sometimes they try to do things solo because they're afraid to let other people in because they're not sure how other people are going to perceive them based on the situation that they're in. So did you find that to be true in your, in your situation since you said there was a period of time where you went through it by yourself? Yourself before you ask your family members and maybe outside um, professionals for help? Or were you just going through it and say, hey, this is a battle that I'm going through with God and I need to go through it. And then whenever I feel comfortable, then I'll speak outwardly to outlets. Yeah, no, I actually, um, I decided, once I decided that I needed to be vulnerable because in our, in our, um, you know, community, we're taught to be strong. We're taught not to cry. We're taught emotions are for the weak, right? You're supposed to be stern. You're supposed to maintain this face, supposed to maintain all of these things. Um, I had to shift my mindset, right? I had to see that that didn't work for me. I had to see that if I'm going to be authentic, I had to be authentic enough to say, hey, I'm not right, right? I'm not a perfect person. I'm a flawed individual and I need help, right? You can't go through this life and reach your full potential without help. It's impossible, right? You're going to have to release all the stigmas, all the, the stuff you've heard in the past from your community, you know, all the, hey, you're not tough if you do this, so-and-so. You got to release all of that because those people are going to be in the same place you've seen them 10 years ago, you know, and that's just real, you know. For you, you need to make sure you are elevating and ascending every day. So on those days, you just don't feel right. And even if you do check in with someone else, you know, have an accountability partner, talk to a coach, talk to a therapist, you know, whoever helps you have some accountability enough to say, hey, I, I don't feel right. I need your help. Even if it's don't not, I don't feel right. Whatever you need help with, be willing to say, hey, I need help. You know, that's it. <laughs> And I'm so glad you mentioned that because people need to know it's okay to seek help, whether it's from a mentor, a coach, or a therapist. And sometimes I feel like therapists get bad reps, especially depending on what your cultural background is or your upbringing, because people are like, I don't want to go to go talk to a therapist. I don't want to put them in my business. But a therapist is an unconscious, um, a person that has unconscious biases right. that is not 
on the inside looking out, but they're on the outside looking, trying to give you the necessary tools and resources to help you come out of that dark place and season that you're in in your life. And mm. they are trained professionals. So if you are going through something, it's okay to reach out. And there are people who are listening who may still be employees. There are certain companies have employee assistant programs where yes. you could go use EHAP to talk to a paid professional professional, which is confidential, your company may pay for six to eight sessions, or they may pay for three sessions, take advantage of that. If you have a friend that you truly trust, a friend that is not just going to be that yes man or yes woman, then go to that friend and confide in them, but let them know that, hey, I'm coming to you for X, Y, and Z, and this is all I want to talk about. That way, they're not projecting their insecurities or their problems onto you whenever you're already dealing with your own baggage of stuff. Mm, you said a word right there, Genesis. Yes. Yes to all of that. You know, the, a therapist, like, I don't understand why they get a bad rap, to be honest. I mean, therapists is really what helped me. You know, they helped me. Uh, they still do. I still go to a therapist. As a coach, right? Yeah, I, I still need accountability. I still need that help, too. Even more so, right? Because as a coach, you want to be at the top of your game. You want to serve people from an overflowing cup. If my, my cup is empty... I cannot serve, right? I'm gonna, not going to give you the energy that I need to be giving you, the attentiveness to get you past whatever you're trying to push past. So I think that that's how everyone needs to look at it, actually. If you have a family, you have family, you have friends, you know, you have people depending on you, whatever the case may be, you have to make sure you are up to par, right? You have to make sure that you keep your engine running at peak performance, right? <laughs> because if you don't, what's going to happen? You're going to start getting drained. You're going to start feeling overwhelmed. You're going to start hitting depression. You're going to start getting anxious. All these things come from your mental uh, stability, right? If you have mental stability, you can, you can quell those things. You can limit them. You know how to address them if they do come, right? You're not feeling overwhelmed and you're not putting so many burdens on yourself that you begin to be weighed down, you know? So if you had a superpower, Javon, would you say your superpower is vulnerability? My superpower is definitely vulnerability because um, I tell people exactly what I'm thinking. I tell people exactly how I'm feeling. Like if you follow me on social media or anything, watch my YouTube videos, you'll see that my whole story is all about transparency. Um, I have episodes about me dealing with depression, all that stuff, because I think not only for me, but sharing it helps you heal, but it also helps others heal. Right. When they hear you like, oh, it's OK, it's OK to go ahead and let people know that this is what's going on with me or that I've gone through this type of trauma. Right. It's more than OK. It's actually the best way for you to heal. I like that, because if you don't even talk about it, then you're not really overcoming the things that you've been through. And mm -hmm. I tell people there is power in sharing your story because you never know how sharing your story is going to break bondages from other people who are going through limiting beliefs. They may be thinking about ending their life. They may have those thoughts of suicide. They may have depression, but then your story, as well as your voice and your smile may be the only light that somebody sees in that dark season that they're in. So it's okay that you talk about your weaknesses because it's those weaknesses that strengthen you to be the man or woman that you are today. And let's go 
little bit deeper into your mission statement, Javon, because I know your mission said it's to empower others to increase their self-confidence, improve mm-hmm. their perception of their own worth, yes. and design their lives through mindset shift from scarcity to abundance. We have too many people out here who are not living up to their full potential because they are so worried about what if or what if I fail? Or they're worried about, you know, their family and family and friends not co-signing their vision. Well, right. news flash, that vision was placed inside of you, not your yes. family members, yes. not your friends. So you got to run your own race and stop paying attention to the left or the right. Because when you start looking over to the left and you start looking over to the right, you're getting distracted. You're not focusing on the gold at hand and you're not focusing on crossing that finish line. So I want you to dive a little deeper with me here, Javon. And what helped you formulize that mission that Mm -hmm. you're on and talk about some tools that you use to complement your mission. Sure. Um, I, one, um, I love everything you said. I love that analogy about looking to your left and your right. Um, I think it's very important for people to realize that 85% of people in the world actually struggle with like self-esteem issues at at least some point in their lives. 85% of people. Now imagine if those people never get the help they need, any of them, right? Where will we be as a society? Um, so we have to really think like, hey, if I'm operating at half mass, right, I'm not even full, but not even close to being full because I don't even believe in myself, right? You don't even believe in yourself. <laughs> I love it. It's, 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 it's insane. So I, I came up with that because that's what I felt, right, when I was coming up. And I said, hey, you know, my lack of self-esteem stemmed from me not believing that I was even good enough for anything, right? I wasn't good enough for the love that was coming to me. I wasn't good enough for the, the good jobs and all this other stuff. So it made me kind of play safe, right? But then I realized that's actually more risky than actually going for what I really desired. So why not design my life from a place of abundance and say, hey, I'm just going to play full out and I'm going to go for it. Whatever my mind comes up with, that's what I'm going to go for. Because if I have a scarcity mindset and believe that success is finite, I'm not going to achieve anything, right? I'm going to stay exactly where I was because I was comfortable there. Even though I may not even be happy, I may not have any joy. I'm comfortable because I'm so afraid to even lose that because of my scarcity mindset. So that's why I want to get everyone out of that, right? I want everyone to play full out and believe that they actually have the power within themselves to take it up 10 levels if they need to, right? To, to say, hey, I'm just getting started, right? Even though I got a good job, maybe I got this, whatever it is, that's now your baseline, right? That's just your baseline. But now we got to keep raising that baseline. We got to keep elevating ourselves. You cannot stay there. You have a whole rest of your life to live. Every day, do at least one thing that brings you joy. Do at least one thing that moves you forward and do at least one thing to give yourself some self-care. I think those are the three things that people should do every single day. Mm, exactly. When you were when you were uh, dropping those gems, I was like, all I could think about is some of the athletes because you know, Michael Jordan didn't get to where he was by playing it safe. Steph Curry didn't get to where he was by playing it safe. Shaq, um, all the incredible athletes out there, some of the people on the Astros, all of those athletes, you know, they know 
what their craft is and they constantly work on their craft so they could be the best in their field. So if an athlete can do it by just shifting their mindset and believing in themselves, then why can't we as you know, normal individuals. Well, hell, I'm not normal. I, co- I consider myself an extraordinary individual. That's what I'm see. talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I love it. Yes, that's it. Why can't we have the same <laughs> mindset as some of these athletes or rappers? Like you hear some of the rappers put it in their song. Like Drake says, I go from zero to a hundred real quick. Or he, he says, started from the bottom. Now he's here. Yeah. So you may start at the bottom, but that's not your final destination or like my new favorite music right now is chh which is christian hip-hop and lecrae andy minio tadashi all of those um singers they talk about their past struggles but they did not let their past hinder them but when you were opening up i heard some of the pain in your voice but then i also heard the triumph and you said you felt like you wasn't good enough you felt like you didn't have this you felt like you couldn't compete like you couldn't get those jobs and you could hear all those things did you feel that way because you did not have the full support of your family members or did you feel that way because maybe the people who were around your environment was feeding you negativity and telling you what you weren't you know we energy is shared right energy is transferred between us and when you're in an environment where it's nothing but negativity um that's what you feel you feel negative about yourself so when you grow up in adversity and despair that's why they say we're success stories right in other communities it's regular right you expect them to go to princeton and harvard and do all these things right but in our communities you know unfortunately it's it's a, a success story when we come from poverty and then make our way up so it took me to realize that i was just like everyone else no one was better than me i'm better no better than anyone else to say all right i can do this right i can go god gave me a second chance and he gave he woke me up today because i can do this he believes in me right but i still had to do the work I'm not going to just pray with God and give it to God and be like, all right, I don't have to do anything and sit back on my, no, you have to still do the work. And when you talk about those athletes, that's what they do. They're willing to sacrifice something else, you know, even if it's for the short term, for that long-term game, right? You have to be willing to sacrifice, whether it's a little bit of sleep, whether it's your social life a little bit, whether it's, um, you know, some friends that you grew up with who wasn't trying to grow with you, you got to sacrifice those things if you're really trying to elevate and design a life you don't need a vacation from, right? So that's what it, that's really what it was about for me. You know, it was, it was none of that. Like I had family support, but they didn't know what I was trying to do. I didn't tell them, right? Until until later, because I didn't have the vulnerability. So they didn't know. So how they, how can they support me, right? Friends, you know, we were all in the same boat. It wasn't until I was like, hey, I need to learn some stuff. So I'm going to read these books. I'm going to, you know, watch these certain shows. I'm going to stop watching, you know, hip hop videos and all this stuff and MTV. I'm going to actually learn something and focus in school and do these things so I can get myself a little more information on real estate, on, on personal development, all these things. Um, and that's really what elevated me because I've seen a different world. And I all honestly say that travel is a great way to open yourself up to more, right? Because you become culturally aware and you also see that the world is a lot bigger than wherever you're from or wherever you are, right? There's so many more opportunities. There's so many more people to meet, right? You gotta be willing to talk to people you wouldn't normally talk to. You gotta be willing to go in those rooms where someone might've told you you're not supposed to be in, right? And put your own seat at the table, build your own table, 
you know, that's what that's what it's going to take for some of us. Oh, yeah, it definitely is going to take that. And I tell you, like, when you're cruising to higher altitudes, think about this analogy. They tell you to get rid of some of the baggage when your luggage is over overweight or they tell you we'll have to check it on the next plane. Why? Because the plane has a certain amount of cargo that it could carry along with passengers. So if the plane is weighed down with excessive loads in your luggage, the aircraft is not going to be able to cruise at up to higher altitudes. So just like in life, we have to get rid of unexcessive un baggage. No, we have to get rid of excessive baggage not unexcessive my bad y'all um that's <laughs> that's a little genesis faux pas y'all roll with me here but you have to get rid of that excessive baggage and what would what, what does that look like cutting away toxic friends you could love them but love them from a balcony they don't need to be all up in your business if they're not right. going to support what you're doing right get rid of stinking thinking that negative nancy that's around you those negative thoughts, those evil thoughts in your mind, because why? The mind is a battlefield. You're battling good and evil thoughts on a daily basis. Yes. You're battling optimistic versus pessimistic. There's so many things that are vying for our attention that those distractions pop up and it takes us away from our task at hand. Um, what else? Your, your health. Like you may have health issues. You got to get rid of those health issues. How do you get rid of them? Eat right. Get the proper amount of sleep. Exercise. You know, sometimes, yes, you, you may not always want to go to the gym, but imagine yourself. Do you want to be 100 pounds heavier? No. Do you want to, you know, have that have that hot hot girl body or do you want to have you know that that nice male abs abs pack be glistening on the beach glowing you have to think what is important to you and yeah. once you find out what's important to you then you know you have to go through the pruning process that's the cutting process where you're cutting things off that no longer make you feel good that no longer push you to a higher dimension that no longer give you that vulnerability because Javon is talking about how vulnerability is a strength. And to him, that's his superpower. As soon as he got a real vulnerable and transparent, he started to soar high like the eagle. So you got to stop hanging around the chickens if you're trying to be an eagle. And you know what? I didn't say that. That was Slim Bug that said that. But, you know, I liked it. So I'm going to roll with it. But what well, you 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 hit on a, a lot of things, man. Like, we just seen Jeff Bezos and uh, Richard Branson. They just went to space in their own rockets, right? Think, think about how they got there. Jeff Bezos had a cush Wall Street job that he could have stayed in forever, right? But he decided, hey, I'm going to go out of whim and start this bookstore. What's an online bookstore? And everyone was telling them he's ridiculously crazy, right? You're, you're yeah. losing this six-figure job, cush job, right? But he went and did it, and he wasn't funding it by himself, and he was sending the books from his own garage he was doing his stuff by his on his own but he believed yes yes yeah, see <laughs> he believed so it's like that's the type of vulnerability you have to have and it comes from believing in yourself it comes from having that power to say hey i know who i am what other people are saying about me that's not what really matters what matters is how i see myself what matters is the self-talk right because people can tell you you're crazy if you have an idea People can say, yes, yeah, not going to work. 
if you try to go forward something else for a job or whatever it is, people can tell you that one in a thousand people are selected for the NFL, a hundred thousand are selected for the NFL. But if you believe in yourself, you still have a shot, right? But if you never try, now what do you have? You have a regret. You know, what do they say when people, when they ask people on their deathbed, what they regret? They regret not trying things, going for things, yeah. right? They regret not believing in themselves really is the thing. They regret not being vulnerable enough to try things they may not have been very good at at that time, but something that they were very interested in that could have been the springboard for to take them up to that never, next level. Yeah, so, so, so true. And I tell people, you don't want your dreams to end up in the graveyard, meaning Every time you go to a funeral, look around the graveyard and ask yourself, I wonder if each one of these people in here lived out to their full potential. And if not, those are dreams that are in the graveyard. That tombstone is somebody's dream that they never accomplished because they were too afraid to step out on faith, take that leap and get outside of their comfort zone. And Javon and I do not want that to be you. We want you to be vulnerable. We want you to use that to be your strength. We want you to love you and be unapologetically you, despite what social media says, despite what your family says, despite what your friends say, you are created for a purpose. So stop trying to be somebody else because you can't operate in their space, but you can operate in your own space and use your gifts and talents to ignite and reach your endless possibilities. And as long as you are still breathing, that means you're still here for a purpose. So it's time to pull up and pop out because the world needs what you have to offer. Yes, I got to snap like it's poetry right now because you're going on, you're spitting right now. <laughs> no, it's very true. It's like you have to, I always say like we're all unique. No one can be you. Why try to be someone else? Right? Why? And, and we got to stop comparing ourselves. Comparison is really the enemy. You have to realize like my journey is not the same as someone else's. I need to embrace the journey but I also want to push myself to go further on the journey, right? You just need to find your purpose. As you said, you have to find what you really define as your success, not someone else's, right? Because that's when you're really going to get in trouble. When you try to live someone else's definition of success, you're not going to be happy because you're not even going to see success because it's not yours, right? So you it really need to take time to write down what matters to me. What are my values? What does success look like? What goals do I really want to hit? Stop living just to say, I did this. No more checkbox living. Live to truly experience joy, play full out. And as we begin to wind down, Javon, I want you to tell the listeners, how did you come up with the name of your business? Yeah, sure. So I came up with Live Not Loathe because as I was saying, like a lot of people, you know, they just go through the motions, right? They checking off boxes. They're they're not really alive, right? They just, they're loathing life. They hate what they're doing. They don't want to wake up and go to wherever they have to go, right? Because they haven't defined what success is. They haven't defined what it truly is to be alive. So I always tell people, you want to live your definition of life. Live to enjoy it. Live under your definition of success. Don't loathe it. 
Beautiful. And you do offer coaching services. So talk about your coaching services. Sure. So I have one-on-one coaching and I have group coaching. You know, if you are looking to get that, you can follow me on all social media platforms at Live Not Loathe, or you can go directly to my website, livenotloathe.com slash own your kingdom. And I also have a book coming out. I don't know if I can talk about that before we go. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. I am an author, as you know. So yes, you can talk about your book. I love supporting authors. That's my book. My my book is called Chocolate Drop in Corporate America, From the Pit to the Palace. I have to get a copy, Genesis. I need a copy. So drop me the link. Drop us all the link so we can get copies before I even put my book. So go ahead and talk about your book. And um, I'm eager to hear what it's about because you've been through the ringer, but you are refined like a precious diamond. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the book is really about that journey, right? It's, it's, It's using my experiences and my intuition to help others. So what I do in the book is I, it's called, first, it's called Own Your Kingdom, How to Increase Your Self-Confidence, Build Your Self-Esteem, and Control Your Destiny, right? So as you can see, it's really a self-help book. It's really about, you know, that vulnerability, forgiving yourself, building the confidence to say, hey, I'm going to play full out, and I don't care what people say. I'm going to do this. I'm going to find people around me and make sure my, my circle is tight because we're all going up together. It's no more competing, we're collaborating. We're all destined for greatness. There's enough success on this earth for everyone to eat. So it's really about taking you through that journey to get there. Um, So if you're interested, you can download it. I can share the link with your listeners. Um, I'll send that to you, you can post it for the show notes. Uh, We are, we're just getting started Genesis. You and I are, are, this this is what we need more of because you know, our, you know, as we know, Everyone's struggling, as I said, 85% of people struggle with self-esteem, but it's more so about seeing that it's okay to be vulnerable because vulnerability is strength. Yes, very much true. And congratulations on your book. Yes, send me the information. I will definitely share that in the show notes. And if you you could leave the listeners as well as the viewers with three tips to help them ignite their superpower of vulnerability, what would it be? One, it would be write down what matters to you. As I was saying earlier, write down, you know, your values and what your definition of success is. Two would be be open to people. Start talking about your feelings. Be honest about your feelings with yourself. Uh, And the third one will be take chances, right? I don't know how many people know of Miss Frizzle and the Magic School Bus, but that was one of my favorite quotes. Take chances, make mistakes, and get messy. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems with Genesis Amaris Kent. You just heard Javon Wooden here. And our topic was vulnerability is a strength. Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings to you. Signing out. Peace.